Welcome to the Women on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saperstein. This week's episode is a mentor moment where we pull a question from our community. Today's question is, what are the best ways to become a mentor and what is your responsibility as a mentor? Well, mentorship is really a huge need for people, for everyone out there in the workforce. And I feel like my colleagues and I are really talking about this subject all the time, which is great. Interestingly, we often look for other people to mentor us, but this question really flips that and asks, how can you actually be a good mentor to someone else? So I love that concept, and I think that as we all proceed in our careers, we should be mentors and also seek mentors. But let's talk about how you would find someone to mentor. First of all, it starts with identifying the right people. Second, it is about identifying and understanding their needs at a really deep level. And third, it's about the feedback that you can offer. So let's talk about how to identify the right people. I would start with the people around you. The work relationships that you have right in front of you is really an excellent place for you to bring value to others. Maybe there's someone who works with you that you see could use help on a specific project or issue or development need, and you can reach out and be very proactive in offering your help. Or maybe you see that people naturally gravitate toward you for advice. Maybe they're trying to get on your calendar for coffee just to talk about things or staying after meetings to get your take on something. Those are great cues that people are looking to you for advice. And so that would be another great place to start. People that you mentor could be junior to you. They could be your peers. So think very broadly about those you interact with who might need that support. And I would also add, be very deliberate about helping a diverse group of people. Think about the people you support and ask yourself if they're different from you in terms of your background or have different perspectives. Very often, those are folks who really could use the help and you can make a huge difference toward creating a really diverse and inclusive culture around you. Okay, so once you've found the right people, now it's time to understand their needs. Very often people are looking for advice on pretty typical things, how to deal with other people and colleagues, how to handle a tough work situation or a client, or many times people just wanna have a sounding board for how to navigate their own careers. What should they do next? How can they network with people? How can they learn about another part of the organization? Listen very carefully to what that person is coming to you for and understand where you could really help them. Sometimes you know the exact answers to a question. You'll know exactly how to connect someone with someone else, or maybe you just need to refer them to another person. The mentorship itself and that relationship is very situational. It will always change and be based on the needs of that person you're talking to. So sometimes you might find yourself in a pretty long relationship and other times it could be just a one-time conversation. But listening very carefully will help you determine what kind of relationship it's likely to be. Now, the third piece of this is really understanding what your responsibility is around feedback. I think your responsibility as a mentor is to provide helpful feedback, actionable feedback, Not just feedback that makes people feel better about themselves or is only positive, but really feedback that is fair and that someone can actually do something with. So think about what you might want to hear in that situation or what other people have told you. When I give feedback to people, I like to think of myself as holding up a mirror to someone that I'm talking to. What is it that that person really needs to see about themselves or better understand? You might be the one person that's giving them 
the truth that they don't hear very often from other people. So think about that as a great job for you to play. Now, in terms of time commitments, as I mentioned, I don't think mentorship has to be a very long time commitment. Maybe you have one conversation with someone, but often these relationships go on over time and they're really quite valuable to both parties in the relationship. So see how that person's doing after your conversation. Understand if they took your feedback and how things went for them. I think you'll find that in relationships like this, it is really exciting actually to keep up with someone and see how their growth has gone and how they've progressed since you've spoken to them. I will say in terms of when people ask you to do something, try to do it and do it as quickly as possible. I think the worst thing is really letting a request go unanswered or taking very long to get back to someone. If you can't do something for someone, just let them know early on. I think that takes the pressure off and people aren't waiting to hear back from you. Now, overall, I think a lot of mentoring happens in a very informal way, but some companies are doing more formal programs to mentor others. They're establishing matching programs. They're using technology to do those matches. So see if your company offers something that makes it even easier for you to find mentees. And make sure that when you sign up for a commitment, that you can actually deliver on that in terms of the time that's requested. So to wrap up on this, I would think about mentorship as finding a diverse group of people to mentor, to listen really carefully to their needs, and to provide very actionable and fair feedback to them. I hope that you find these relationships valuable, not only in what you're giving to someone else, but in what they are also giving back to you. The mission of Women on the Move is to help women in their professional and personal lives. Our goal is to introduce you to people with great ideas, inspiring stories, and a passion to make a difference. To learn more about Women on the Move and listen to the full library of this podcast, please visit jpmorganchase.com slash W-O-T-M. For JPMorgan Chase's Women on the Move, I'm Sam Saperstein. JPMorgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC.